InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Tens of thousands of women in the U.S. die of breast cancer each year. Yet many women in their 30s and 40s never had a mammogram and don't plan to get one. With more, here's InfoTrack's Valerie Young. Valerie? Thank you, Chris. Did you know that 42,000 women every year in America die of breast cancer? And up to now, the number one way to try to detect breast cancer is self-exam to see if you have a lump, and then if it's too small to feel it, there's mammogram. According to a new study that was done at the Orlando Health Cancer Institute by Dr. Nikita Shah, who is in charge of the breast care center there, 22%, one out of five women say they've never had a mammogram and they have no intention of getting a mammogram. Dr. Shaw, were you shocked at the results? And these are women who are what, between the ages of 35 and 50? 35 and 44. And yes, it is shocking because not only have they never had a mammogram, they also say that they have no intentions of getting one. And that is a population that we recommend screening mammograms starting essentially at age 40. Now, they say when you're younger, the cancers can even be worse. Like if you're older, it grows more slowly generally. And if you're younger, cancers tend to move faster. Is that true? To some extent, it's the biology of the cancer. So typically, younger women may have more aggressive subtypes of cancer, more commonly the triple negative or HER2 positive, which tend to grow a little bit faster than a typical hormonally driven cancer in a postmenopausal woman. Since you brought up hormones... There are certain medications that activate estrogen that can cause cancer. Are people aware of those as well? In general, what we tell patients, and this is true no matter what medication you're on, is number one, you know, know why you are taking the medication and make sure you need to continue to take the medication. So hormone replacement therapy in a one very large study about 20 years ago was associated with an increased risk of breast cancer. So again, you know, specific drugs, specific patient population, but what we tell patients that if you have breast cancer that is hormonally fed, we don't want them taking any additional sources of exogenous estrogen. So no birth control pills, no hormone replacement therapy, things like that. But an average woman, certainly if she needs to go on hormone replacement therapy for, let's say, really bad hormonal symptoms, and she's taking it for a short period of time, it's under the supervision of a physician, sure, she can continue to take the medications for as long as needed, and then stop. So the problem happens when somebody gets started on hormone replacement therapy when they're 48, and then they stay on till they are 75. Okay, so it's the very long-term and probably unmonitored use of it, right? Right. Getting back to your study, what prompted you to do the study, and why is that important? So, you know, we talk about awareness and early detection, and this is to give us a good snapshot of where people's mindsets are. And this really highlights a lot of things that we kind of knew, but we didn't know how good or bad the statistics are. And this gives us a very good idea that, you know, one in five women in that age group where they need to start doing mammograms have no plans of doing a mammogram. Interestingly, though, if you look at the age group of 18 to 35, one in five women do plan to start doing their mammograms at age 40. So I think the younger women who are more aware of stuff or maybe they are in contact with others who may have had cancer are actually saying, yes, when I turn 40, I'm going to do my mammogram. 
Was it awareness that was the problem or really what is the holdup? I think it's, it's multifactorial. Awareness certainly is one. Access to a mammogram. A lot of patients don't realize that screening mammograms are free. And for those who don't have insurance, there are lots of organizations and events that happen that offer free mammograms. So it's education, awareness, access, all of the above. Anything weird, you should go to the doctor, right? Anything Absolutely. out of the ordinary. Okay. Yes. Even if you had a mammogram just a week before, but something feels different, something looks different, don't wait, just have it looked at. That's the thing too. Mammograms can miss things, right? Right. So mammogram picks up abnormal calcifications within the milk ducts, but sometimes some tumors don't have enough calcification that a mammogram may not see it. Or somebody has very dense breasts and mammograms may not give us adequate information. So if you feel something, please don't ignore it. Just have it looked at. Now, there are some new mammograms. I know for a long time you could do an ultrasound if you couldn't get a good picture on the mammogram. And if there was something suspicious, they would do an ultrasound. But now they have something called 3D mammography. So it's high tech and it gets a better picture. Is that right? Correct. So 3D mammography is very similar to how a CAT scan takes hundreds of little pictures. So on a 3D mammogram, there are hundreds of different pictures taken of the breast as the arm of the machine goes around the breast and it gives a 3D image and it is very, very good and can pick up much smaller tumors than a traditional 2D mammogram. So with the use and widespread use of 3D mammograms, the use of ultrasound has gone down. But there are still some women who have very dense breasts or you don't get a good enough look on a screening mammogram. These women will be then told to have an ultrasound. Now, is the 3D mammography free as well if people can't afford it? Okay. 3D mammogram is now the standard screening mammogram. And I urge every woman to, you know, look for a 3D mammogram when you're doing your screening mammogram because it's widely available now. What is the CA-125 and is that important? CA-125 is what's called a tumor marker. So these are certain proteins that are secreted by certain tumors that we can measure in the blood. So it is a marker for ovarian cancer, but it is not a screening test. So we use it in patients who have known ovarian cancer, and we monitor that over time to see if there's a change, if it's going up or down, which may correlate to how well a treatment may or may not be working. But it is not a screening test for ovarian cancer. One of the findings that you talked about in the study was African-American women sometimes have a much tougher time because their cancers are discovered later when they're in a higher stage. Right. And, you know, we've seen that over the years that some of it is social disparities, awareness, access to health care, but also there is a difference in the biology African-American women tend to have a higher incidence of a subtype of breast cancer called triple negative breast cancer, which tends to grow more rapidly and thus is found at a little later stage than a typical slow-growing hormone receptor positive breast cancer. I guess my final question to you is if you could sit down with every woman in America right now and say one thing to them about mammograms, what would it be? Stop giving excuses why you didn't get your mammogram in the past 12 months. (laughs) And on that note, Dr. Nikita Shah, the Orlando Health Cancer Institute, I thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you for having me. I'm Valerie for InfoTrack. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.